0: everybody, welcome to Episode 3 of the Vegan Sexy Cool Podcast. Yay, we made it to Episode 3! So if you are just now tuning in, I hope that you'll go back to Episode 1 and Episode 2 because all along I'm sharing my journey of being a vegan. And I have been a vegan this month, January, for two years. And today I'm so excited because I'm interviewing one of my dearest friends. And I want to say... The first vegan that I ever met years ago, he is the person that took me to have my first vegan meal. Uh, Not that that's what I wanted to eat, but I was like, you know what, I'll give it a try. He took me to this uh, Asian vegan restaurant in Brooklyn. And um, I'm excited that he's gonna be on the show and my guest today. He's gonna be my only guest for the entire show. He is a writer, artist, activist, author. I'll give you the whole uh, bio a little bit later, but Kevin Powell is going to be my guest. So, of course, I like to start the show off if you have, I'm reading my computer here. That's what I'm looking at because not only are we podcasting, but we're also recording this via video if those of you who are seeing this on YouTube, for YouTube, so Usually I would just look at my notes, but since I have an audience, uh, a visual audience, and I'm going to look at the camera from time to time, so I definitely want to talk about some things that are going, that's going on in the news, and I'd like to tell you a little bit about what's going on in my kitchen. Let me first talk about what vegan is so i had a conversation this week with a co-worker of mine because i do a television show over at nbc called new york live and it's also in boston known as the hub today so we had the owner of greedy vegan which is a i, I want to call it soul food but it's more than that but it, we'll, we'll call it soul food because they have grits and fish vegan fish and all these things and they're in Bed-Stuy, in brooklyn so she came on our show As part of a vegan food roundup that I did with the Brooklyn Borough President, uh, Eric Adams, who will also be on our podcast in the near future. So we go to all these vegan restaurants, including hers. We did that. talking from the studio about these restaurants and then they come back to us on set and we've got food from greedy vegan well one of the things that she makes famously and i highly recommend it if you ever go to greedy vegan and it's g-r-e-e-d-i if you ever go to greedy vegan in brooklyn get the fried oyster mushrooms listen to me get the fried oyster mushrooms I, she kind of fries it like um, with a seasoning that will remind you of like a country fried steak. It's not heavy though, it's lightly breaded, but that salt and pepper, and I don't even know what the other spices are, but it is delicious. I had that with some grits and some other, and a biscuit and some other things when I went. And her hot chocolate with turmeric in it will blow your mind. But anyway, so we're in the studio <clears throat> and. My co-host, who is not vegan, said to me, well, these are just mushrooms. Well, I could cook that, as if to say, well, is that really vegan? Uh, and, And, you know, I'm kind of speaking for her, but that's the way that I took it. Maybe that's not what she meant, but that's the way I took it. But I've had this kind of comment from people that are not vegans before. They think that eating vegan or vegan food solely consists of Impossible burgers, beyond burgers, fake meats, imitations of this is a vegan pizza, you know, because it has, you know, vegan cheese and things like that. But keep in mind, vegan food is just food that does not involve any animals. So that's vegetables, that's fruit, that's nuts and seeds, uh, beans and legumes, grains, All of those things are also vegan as long as you don't add any cheese, any dairy, or any kind of meat. For example, you can make, uh, you know, string beans. But a lot of people will add, you know, ham or some kind of pork or bacon or something like that to a lot of their vegetables. Or they'll cook them in butter. That takes them off the table as being vegan. Oh, excuse me. But keep in mind, a lot of things that you already eat are probably you are already probably eating a lot of foods that are considered vegan so keep that in mind it's not as hard as you think cabbage for example if you love cabbage as much as i do i love it so much let me tell you how i cook my cabbage cut it up i'll saute in some olive oil um, some garlic onions uh, green bell pepper saute that a little bit and then i add in my cabbage and i let it just kind of cook down and cook down it is so delicious to eat cabbage that way. You will not you are not missing the meat that most people put into their cabbage. So that's one of the one the main things I wanted people to realize is that you're probably already eating a lot of vegan food anyway. Just skip the butter, switch out the cheese for some vegan cheese. Don't put meat in it. Don't put chicken stock in your soup. Use vegetable stock instead. And you're halfway there, right? Okay. So the other thing I want to talk to you about, now this I'm really excited about. I saw this story when I got up. A lot of times I get up in the morning and I will just, you know, go to Google, I'll type in vegan, and then I'll just click news and I'll just see what's new. So this is from The Economist, uh, a website that focuses on uh, kind of vegan business news, but it's been all over the internet today. So there's a plant-based company, a vegan company that is fine-tuning and perfecting they think they may have it out by the end of this year a 3d steak so this thing they already mastered the texture of it and it and the look of it it looks like a steak according to the pictures that i've seen i've never actually seen it in person but it's completely made of Plants. it is soy free um, they were very careful to try to use as many plants as they could so there are peas in there and some other ingredients I really have to read a little bit more about it but I knew I know that when I read um, the article initially one of the main things they wanted to avoid was soy and a lot of other things like that so this thing they have the um, the texture down But what they're trying to do now is perfect the flavor. And once they do that, I cannot wait to taste it. Because the point that I want to make with that is that a lot of people will ask me, well, if you're vegan, why are you so excited about fake meats, right? Or imitation meats. I used to love steak, you know. I used to love all kinds of meats. But once I realized the cruelty to animals that went into my eating these meats, there was no turning back for me. But that doesn't mean that I don't want the flavor. I love an Impossible Burger. I love Beyond Sausage. I love these imitation meats. The thing that that you don't want to do is overdo it. Maybe about once a week, I will let myself, you know, have one of these imitation meats. But I don't do it every night. And you don't want to do that either. If you are moving into eating vegan Try to limit yourself to maybe once a week of eating a lot of these imitation meats that that are out there. But definitely give them a try. Look at the ingredients. Look at what what works for you. There are a lot of vegans um, that do not partake in these imitation meats at all. They only eat the ingredients that I was telling you about before: fruits, vegetables, grains, you know, beans, nuts, things like that. And that's fine. There are all types of vegans um, that exist, but. I, for one, am very excited about this 3D steak. (laughs) I can't wait to to check it out. All right, stick with us. I got a great guest coming up, Kevin Powell. I have to read this uh, introduction the proper way, even though we go way back. It's so good to see this oh, guy, but I want good. you to know who he is. So, longtime friend of mine, right? He's the first person, as I was saying earlier in the show, that I ever even discussed veganism with.
1: I didn't realize that.
0: I know, right? <laughs> I, I, re- I kind of remember him, you explaining to me years ago, but let me, I you know. You gotta- I know. It's so cool. So Kev, let me tell you, this is Kevin Powell, a dear, dear friend of mine. It's my honor. He is a civil and human rights activist, a public speaker, a poet, a journalist, a filmmaker, a runner. He completed the New York City Marathon. Twice. That's bi- uh, Twice? You
1: ran it, too. No,
0: I trained twice. And first time it was San- Hurricane Sandy, and then my my lung collapsed. That's right. So I never got to do it. He's oh into God. yoga. We've done Bikram Yoga together. Wow. And um, he is the author of fourteen books, and the fifteenth book is coming out about Tupac. It's that's fascinating. Working
1: on his daily.
0: Well, we're gonna talk a little bit about that book, but I gotta talk to you about veganism because, as I was saying before you came in, you were the first person that I ever knew that was a vegan, and that I ever discussed it with. And I don't know if you remember this, but years ago, you took me to this. I think it was on Montague Street, this Asian yes. vegan restaurant, right? Walk up the stairs. Yep. And I had never, Brooklyn. yes. And I had never eaten vegan food before wow. then. Wow. You are you were the one that introduced me to it.
1: That's deep. Right? Um, How
0: long have you been vegan?
1: Uh, 15 years, since the 2000s. Since yeah, the yeah, 2000s. yeah. And it's interesting because um, when I moved to New York in the early 90s, I lived with a girlfriend at the time and she was vegetarian and hmm. I thought she was out of her mind. And, <laughs> I said you don't eat meat, and and let me take it back. So when I went to college, shout out to Rutgers University. You're always repping Rutgers. our uh, Rutgers basketball teams are great this year, which is good. Um, I um. I was a Muslim in college. I grew up Christian. I'm a Christian again now. But in Muslim said, uh, Muslim students like don't eat pork. I was like, man, you crazy. My mama's from South Carolina. You know, coming from the South. <laughs> I
0: know all too well, Chitlins and the like. I ate
1: every part. We ate every part everything. of everything. Everything.
0: Pig's feet, pig ears.
1: I mean, and so my taste buds are still very much macaroni and cheese and sweet potatoes. Collard cake, greens. All of green beans. Yeah, cornbread. Yep. Corn, I love me some cornbread. Me too. Oh my God. Yeah. And so that was the first step, not eating pork. And my mother thought I was crazy, you know, because, you know, mama was like, you don't want to eat. You, he was raised on this. Right. And then when I got to New York, being in trendy city in the 90s, especially Brooklyn, um, I noticed people were like, well, I just eat chicken and fish. So I was like, okay, I just eat chicken and fish. And mm-hmm. so I, for years, it was no pork. It was chicken and fish. But I did dabble in lamb because I loved lamb. And mm-hmm. I loved um, I loved, uh, turkey meats, mm-hmm. turkey sausages, things yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. By the end of the 90s, because, I mean, I started, you know, hearing people talking about veganism for the first time. And I just thought it was the most bizarre thing. I didn't think that I would become a vegetarian, um, a vegan. I actually didn't even... I So I stopped with f- chicken and fish for years, and then I was just fish. And then I actually was never a vegetarian. I leaped right over to veganism. I just mm. got rid of all the meat, all the fish, all the dairy, just in one swipe. And um, it was hard. Because yeah. when I first started, the food was disgusting, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> it was nasty. I know, I know. Especially if you are a... Let me just say a black person whose mama and family is from the South and you work on soul food, you like your food seasoned a certain kind of way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was just not happening. But um I stuck with it because I just I heard you say something um that it was important to me too, because my activism, you know, started including environmental issues and animal rights and things like that. And when I started watching things like supersize me, because I in fact let me go back to the late nineties. I was living with another girlfriend because I was shacking up a lot back then. (laughs) She was from the Bay Area, and right. She's she's actually a journalist as well, um, brilliant sister. And she, um, I said to her one day, let's go to White Castle. She turned, turned her nose up at me like, I have never been to a fast food restaurant in life. And I was like, word, what? what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> right. So even though I was like a chicken and fish person, I was like, but I want my 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 fish sandwich from McDonald's, what's right, like right, right, ca- my right. Fish from white Castle. She said her family from from was from the East Coast, from Jersey. Her mother had moved out to uh the bay area when she was a kid so she grew up in this culture where they were very very conscious of what they ate and so she's I was like you've never I had never met a black person had never been to a fast food restaurant like yeah. that blew my mind hmm. you know and it stuck with me and you know and so slowly and and honestly and I'm going to be really honest about Jackie um uh, I don't know how if you even knew all this stuff but um and I talk about it in my autobiography the education of Kevin Powell mm-hmm. I was drinking cuz in the industry yeah. journalism media or entertainment industry i also worked in vibe magazine most famously you know there's a lot of after work stuff a lot of parties people go out for drinks it and,
0: goes hand in hand
1: and it started building up and my doctor i started going to holistic in the late 90s he said you know you can either what ends up happening with a lot of people they what they drink and eat now they're going to pay for it on the back end mm-hmm. and that had an effect on me so that's when i started late 90s early 2000s i stopped drinking in 2001 um I've only had two drinks since 2001, and mm-hmm. one of those was when I, be- I crossed into my fraternity. you were there that night I was there. Yeah. And they, they gave me a shot. and I was like, "Why did I just do that?" <laughs> <laughs> But't I, I stopped drinking.. Yeah. Um, and I just feel different. And what ended up happening, I started uh, I do a lot of speeches around the country. I, I'm here, you know, in Jersey, my homestead. I'm going to be doing some Dr. King events this weekend some speeches. But I actually started finding myself looking for organic places, places that had vegan sandwiches, vegan food. One of my favorite stories is I was in Kansas Oh boy. in the middle of Kansas. It was a diner open and I just said, I'm vegan. So they gave me two slices of wheat bread with some lettuce and mustard. And that was my dinner that night. Wow. So I've had some wild. That's commitment. Yeah. And most people, when you tell them you're vegan, they give you salad. Yeah. Everywhere you go, they give you a salad. I'm like, I'm really hungry. I, yeah. I need more than a salad. So it's been, it's been a challenge, but I, I, I feel better. Mm-hmm. I feel lighter. I feel healthier. Um, um, I've watched my peers, we or our peers, age mm-hmm. because of the stuff they put in their bodies. And what I consciously do, um, Jack, I do not go on other people's Facebook or Instagram pages talking about veganism. I just it's all on my page. And I found a lot of people ask, like, "Well, what does that mean?" Yeah. Because I don't, I don't think you should be. I don't think you should bully people about it. I don't think you should diss people about it. Um, and I, and I always tell people, I grew up in all this food. So, and I hope my mom, everybody still eats the food. Yeah. I gotta share this last story, and I'm gonna <laughs> shut up. My mother. <laughs> I uh, took her to my holistic doctor because she why did I become a vegan? Family history like a lot of us diabetes, high blood pressure right. you know, arthritis she sat there and listened to my doctor and he laid it out how you can move you don't. Know, you can still eat your food but we're going to shift you away from the sugar and all the stuff you keep eating a lot of my mother eats Swanson TV dinner she's, oh man she goes, the she eats, sodium alone and she thinks I mean she's like you don't like Chinese food so I love Chinese food but not where you get it from <laughs> <laughs> My mother was very quiet in me. She's a good Christian. Wonderful. Goes to church. I've met her. She's lovely. However, when we got out of the doctor's office, she said, I don't care what that MF said, F him, da-da-da-da, no (laughs) one's going to tell me what to eat.
0: Wow. And that's a lot of people in our community. A lot of
1: them. Man, I took my mother to a vegan restaurant, uh, the V-Spot in Brooklyn afterwards. And I, I didn't tell her what she was like. This is nasty. But what I, you know, I took her to a soul food vegan restaurant. Her my Aunt Kathy, we were driving south a couple years ago in Baltimore, Cush. I think it's it's Cush, because it was vegan soul food. They liked it. Yeah, right. They they didn't even realize they were not eating meat. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So it really, my suggestion is people need to you meet people where they are. You know, Um, one of my favorite restaurants in New York City is called John's on East Twelfth Street. I grew up in Jersey huge beautiful italian-american community so i grew up with a lot of italian food and i found mm-hmm. myself craving italian food and i found john's on east 12th street and they have a whole vegan menu yeah which is perfect i though.
0: love when restaurants do that yeah, yeah 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 it makes a difference
1: so it's, it's not it's, it's not easy but um um people it's like,
0: easier now though i mean think yeah. about when you first started and you talked about the type of food that was there yeah. and what do you think about the the options that are available now, not just with restaurants, but yeah. what's in the grocery store.
1: It's it's incredible. It's um, I, I never would have expected it, and I took it to the extreme. Maybe crazy, like it was. I realized it can't just be my food, but the products that I use in the house, um, the products I use in my body, everything's yeah. natural. Yeah, every, my toothpaste. I mean, my toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> I mean if I could I find, love that so yeah,
0: you're like a full vegan
1: except for my clothes that's the only thing because people be like your clothes ain't vegan I'm like well come on I know and I'm working on it but I, if I could find someone that makes Vegan suits that look like Hugo Boss. I'm there. Oh, I might have a designer for (laughs) you. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh wow. (laughs) I need I need Hugo Boss, European cut, Calvin Klein, just dope suits.
0: Let me tell you, the tuxedo that um, Joaquin Phoenix wore. Wow. Is uh, Stella McCartney, Golden Globes. He's gonna wear that same suit. Throughout the entire award season. I love it. Just to promote, you know, sustainability. So That is awesome. That's, and it's like the, it's like an imitation wool that um, Stella McCartney made Paul that McCartney's suit out of. daughter. Yeah. That's
1: what's up. And I love her work. I, I didn't realize that. I heard people talking about his statement. I didn't realize what, that's what it was. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But it, 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 it you know, it's interesting because veganism, you know, I hadn't taken like a biology or chemistry class since high school. I mean, I yeah. didn't have to in college. I was a liberal arts, you know, or, you know, journalism like you were. And, but being a vegan has forced me to go back and think about the whole body. I think about parts of the body. I, th- I mean, I think about it because of yoga as well. I would even say veganism led me. I've been practicing yoga now for 11 years. I would say veganism actually led me to yoga as well. Yeah. You know, because it's just like, how do you, because your body actually can heal itself. Mm-hmm. You know, True. that's what I've learned. So it's, it's been, uh. It's been a journey.
0: Well, I talk about this very thing, and I talked about it in the last podcast, about how for a lot of people, you may start out for whatever reason, your health, ethical reasons, the environment. You may start out being vegan, you know, but you will find yourself moving into being open about um activism when it comes to the environment when it comes to community issues leaning more into you know your health but but in a beer it it becomes something bigger than you yeah your perspective to me widens greatly yeah like i started because of animals you know i'm a huge animal lover so that's what it was and then i was telling somebody you know sugar shame my baby oh my baby he's gone yes i know we we haven't we didn't talk about that
1: oh my yeah gosh, my sugar shamed dog. that
0: was my ba- my heart he died like four years ago oh
1: my gosh yeah wow. and see i wouldn't have had that reaction years ago but like i'm so sensitive to animals now right yeah
0: and it's because of veganism yes, yes, because yes. it's it's like Riza from um wu-tang said you know You look at him, you wouldn't think that he's as compassionate about animals, but that's why he's a vegan. And he's like, animals do not have to die so that I can live. Mm. And it's true. Mm. There's so many options out there. But it it definitely will broaden your perspective to what's going. I mean, I went vegan first for animal reasons, you know, because of ethical reasons then i noticed it was impacting my health right i was having runner's knee and Mm -hmm. you know issues you know with soreness in my feet bunions things like that was just hurting i really had settled into you know what my knees are just going to bother me i was taking you know anti-inflammatory medication on a regular basis i didn't want to overdo that Mm. hurting going up and down the stairs and i was in there and nothing was working i said you know what I, this is going to be my life. Knees hurting, getting mm-hmm. in and out of the car when I wear heels, it hurts when I walk. Yep. I got to pretend like it don't hurt and all that craziness. <laughs> but I would say maybe a month, Kevin, after going vegan, if not short, because I didn't even realize it just dawned on me. Mm-hmm. I was walking up the subway steps and I was like, what? Well, my knees don't hurt. Yes, right dog on and if I wanna put my shoes on that my bunions don't hurt. I was like, <laughs> This is a miracle. But but then I I went and I Googled and I, I looked up veganism and inflammation and I saw that it takes inflammation out of your body. That's right. And I was like, Oh my God, I will never Ever go back to eating meat.
1: I mean, there's so many things. Like my doctor, I, I, if I can shout him out, if that's right, Dr. Yeah. Kamal Kakai is in Brooklyn. And he has even talked about, you know, like say women who have very difficult menstrual cycles. Yeah. And dairy and other food that we put into our bodies. Fibroids. You know? Exactly. Exactly. And so I never even thought about it like that. But it's, it's, it, it really, we have to be conscious. I find myself, I mean, you probably do it as well. I'm at the at the store. I'm looking at every ingredient now that goes into it. Everything. I'm stuff up. You know, um, it 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 makes a difference, and I just, you know, um, and I, I I tried with my mother, and to her credit, you know, she's open to acupuncture, and she That's actually good. can touch her toes without bending her knees, so she's flexible at seventy six. Okay. But I'm like, mom, yoga, oh, I don't know about that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know. My mother got her first massage for the first time because I mean, what I'm getting at, veganism is really about holistic health. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And, and it's it's it's, yeah, it's um it's been a game changer for me. I I and We talked about this before we came here. If I could ever, my wife, Mm -hmm. vegan when I met her, and, you know, could I ever date someone who's not vegan? Could you? Uh... (laughs) 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 Like
0: Maya, you know, Maya said she could not date anyone, the singer and dancer and actress. Maya famously said she is Mm Famously said she could not date anyone who's vegan because when she kisses him, it tastes like death. Oh,
1: she, <laughs> she did. Oh my she was
0: quoted as saying it, so I didn't hear it come out of her mouth. But she said she couldn't kiss anyone who was not vegan. She said because it tastes like death. I mean, it's a lot. I mean, listen, I my boyfriend who I adore mm-hmm. is not vegan. He, he says that he's... um. He, what does he say? He's dietary, non-binary. He's trying to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that's what he, that's what he like says that. when we go out to restaurants and stuff. He doesn't like labels. Mm. So he doesn't want to be labeled a vegan. But I cook in our household. It's vegan. Mm. Um, when we go out to restaurants, a lot of times we'll go to vegan restaurants. He loves the food. He just texted me. He's in Vegas and was like... These nachos, I got some vegan nachos, but beyond me. So I'm turning him vegan. He doesn't know it. <laughs> he really is a vegan, but you know what I mean. So I, I, I would say to you, mm-hmm. don't.
1: Right. You know what be I mean. Open. Be open. Yeah, because the thing you said, I mean, I don't ever want to be judgmental. And what has what been incredible, Jackie, is the number of people over the years who have said, "Can I just talk to you about food?" Because I see you posting stuff. Yeah. You know? and it's intentional on my part like just like I'll post about like the Golden Globes or the Academy Awards or the, uh, uh, the Grammys I'm like okay I'm at Blossom Restaurant right now in, yeah. in New York or I'm at um, um, Soul Vegetarian Atlanta yeah. you know or yeah. Cafe Gratitude in, in LA and you know and I'll find people start suggesting restaurants to me and then they'll say well you know what does that taste like and and so I do think that there's a And because of all the illnesses we've had in this country, I mean, the food has been linked to everything from, you know, cancer, diabetes, high blood Mm -hmm. pressure. We're talking about Uh, dementia, dementia, Alzheimer's. I mean, so we do have to be conscious of what we put in our bodies. And it's just that's something I think about all the time. And, um, you know, one of my friends used to say, I don't want to eat anything that has a mother. I was Mm.
0: like, wow. Yeah. You know,
1: another friend says, I don't eat anything that can run away or swim away from me. Yeah. I thought they were crazy when they used to say that stuff. Yeah. I'm like, ah, you know. And it definitely like you know you're a dog lover people who have cats i mean as a kid growing up in jersey i'm gonna be honest with you i was cruel to animals you Mm. know i was not kind i can't even imagine disrespecting a dog or a cat or anything i love the circus i just went to the big apple circus with a couple of kids in december because i'm a big kid as you know and the first question i always ask now you know are the circuses still do they still have animals and they don't because they're making sure that they you know are ethical Because I never even thought about stuff like that when I was growing up. I didn't know what they were doing with the animals, how they were training them, you know? But I I just... it's, it's life-changing in so many ways. Yeah. It does.
0: It really opens your eyes to so much more. I mean, before I became a vegan, I was such an animal lover that I got to the point where I couldn't go to circuses anymore. And wow. I couldn't go to a zoo. Wow. Um, because it would just bother me knowing that these animals yeah. were being held captive and not in their natural habitats. And when you look at what's going around the world with so many species, you know, going into extinction, yeah. you know, because yeah. of, of man and the yeah. way that we treat animals or mistreat That's animals... Right it's just like we don't respect this planet that you know we have been gifted with you know we think that we're supposed to have dominion and that means abuse and no it means to take care of you know what I mean it's a different way of, of looking at things but yeah it definitely has opened my eyes to so many things now I have to ask you if you had to pick a favorite vegan restaurant in New York which one would it be
1: Wow the one that I go to a lot is Blossom. It's actually on. I love Blossom. And Chelsea is on the Upper West Side in Columbus. I actually think it's owned um, by black women. I believe they're partially owned by black women. It was. It was. Okay.
0: They divorced. Oh, and now sorry. she owns Urban Vegan Kitchen oh, in the village. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. So, so I, in the divorce. Um, I don't know if it was Blossom at first. Okay, I can't remember the street that is on, but Urban Vegan Kitchen, which hmm. has the best vegan chicken and waffles, it will. Wow. Have you been there? Been there. The fried ochre will blow your mind. <laughs> they got a vegan po'boy boy. Wow. Let me tell you something. This food is beyond. It's a wow. great space. It's a really great space. I wow. love it so much. But Blossom, I do love. I was just there last weekend for brunch.
1: Their brunch is incredible. Right. And let me tell you, I know you just asked about New York. Um, I gotta shout out Sisters Vegan in Detroit. If you haven't been there, uh-uh. incredible. New Vegan, Nu Vegan, which is right down from Howard University in DC.
0: Okay. <sighs> really? Are these soul food places? Because my food. favorite is soul food They're vegan.
1: Soul food, that, and New Vegan has a catfish sandwich. It feels like they caught the fish out the ocean. It is, I was like, <laughs> because again, like one of the things, if I can say this, like, um, I found myself when I first became a vegan. Like, let me ignore everything I ever ate before. Jackie, I would dream about chicken. I would, <laughs> I would especially dream about fried chicken Sorry. because my mom, chicken is Black folks' first cousin.
0: It is.
1: Chicken is Black folks' first cousin, especially fried chicken with hot sauce on it. Oh my god! That we put on the white Wonder Bread <laughs> <laughs> and put the on foil. Stop it. Because <laughs> you know how we do.
0: Yes, <laughs> I know. Don't take me
1: back. So I have cravings yeah. for chicken, and yeah. so I go to places. So I have to go to soulful vegan places. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, uh, what's my my sister? Solely vegan in Oakland, a black woman friend of mine. Uh, uh, to, I need to get a list from you. I, I have a list. I have a list. And it's not just soulful vegan places, but places. The great vegan. Yeah. Yeah. That I think are, are really incredible. And, 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 you know, I got a shout out of my man, Ryan, Ryan, Rylan, who is uh, the owner of Cafe Gractor. And his family, they have a farm in California. And, mm. you yeah, I mean? They are incredible in terms of promoting healthy eating and healthy living. And then Ryland's actually doing a lot of climate work as well. So it's all connected. I mean, you laid it out so brilliantly. You know, it's all connected. And how do you treat the earth while you're here? You know? Yeah. I mean, littering. Uh,
0: It (laughs) all matters, right? Everything (sighs) just... Just like me, I'm not using plastics anymore. Wow, I'm, wow. you know what I mean. I switched the straws. You've and, become, you've... <laughs> it, it, Who are you? Right. <laughs> Hello, I'm a vegan. It's wow. just like it. Everything just shifted for me. That's incredible. Everything.
1: I mean, I'll say this: I love New York City to death, but we are dirty. Dirty. We're filthy. I mean, we use. I just the way we discard stuff. You go to Toronto, Canada, clean. When I was in Tokyo, Japan, it blew my mind. I'm on a subway platform. Someone saw a little piece of paper. It wasn't their paper. (laughs) Part of the culture is just pick it up.
0: Right. Well, it may not be your trash, but it's your planet.
1: Wow. Right? Wow. Wow. Wow, we can end it right there. I know.
0: <laughs> All right, y'all. But you know what I'm saying? Yes. It's like we have to look outside our own fences and realize, yeah. you know, what we want this planet. You know, I was talking to um, the people that own this um, facility that we're yeah. in. it's a great space. And, you know, I don't have kids. Mm. so And my sister doesn't have kids. I don't have nieces and nephews and stuff like that. So it ends with me. Wow. You know what I mean? So it's like, but if you have children, yeah. I do think that you really need to lean into what is going on environmentally with this planet. I agree. I mean, just the way that the weather has changed this season alone in New York City. I've never even heard of a squall (laughs) until this year, and I've been hit by two of them. One snow, one rainstorm. I mean, what is happening? Like, anybody that doesn't believe global warming is real is out of their minds.
1: I've been in California with the fires. I've been there with the flooding. You see the, what's happening in Australia oh, right now. Oh, it's heartbreaking. You know? A billion animals. And, you know, and I, I agree with you because it's like we are racing. It's 2020 right now. If we don't start to turn this around, by 2030, it's going to be even more extreme. But at ha- mid- midway point, 2050, and God willing, we'll still be here. I don't even know what kind of planet it's going to be. Yeah. You know? And so it's... it's um, people have got to take this seriously elected officials need to take it seriously corporations need to take it seriously and it's just you know we can't you know we're doing this this conversation in the middle of what is Dr. King holiday weekend yeah. can I say that yeah and the thing that I loved about Dr. King and Ella Baker and Fannie Hamer and all the women and men who made the civil rights movement is because they understood we can actually change this country and this mm-hmm. world and you know if nothing else I mean this is about justice for the earth you know, um, if you believe in God, I believe in God. You believe too. in God. Yeah. You know, this earth was not gifted to us just to destroy.
0: Right. You know what I mean. And to take for granted. To take
1: for granted, to take people for granted, to take animals for granted, take I mean, plant life for granted. I mean, my our, April Silver, who you know, you yeah, know, she posted something on social media today on Facebook where it was just her talking about um, nature. Hmm. Like I love hiking, and it's like you know, I mean, Jack I grew up in Jersey City. I mean, we played taco football on concrete. There was no camping for us. <laughs> right. Now I go out there. I'm in Arizona. I'm in California Hawaii. I am like, where's the hiking trail at? Because yeah. I just want to breathe in the air and, and look at what what the universe has given us. Yeah. You know, let's appreciate this. That all definitely all happened because of uh, veganism. I mean, the first time I went hiking, I was so ignorant. I went out there with Timberland boots on, like a New Yorker. You know what I mean? My feet. You talk about bunions? <laughs> yeah. <Yo>. The blisters. <laughs> the
0: blisters.
1: But I was in Hawaii, um, <laughs> I saw a woman hike up, uh, Cocoa Head, I think the, it's called, in her high heels. She hiked up the mountain in her high heels. I was like, you are a gangster.
0: That really is yeah, a little crazy. That is a little crazy. That's a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's but but you know, I love that you're talking about nature because for, you know, for people who grew up in urban areas, yeah. right? It's something like I grew up in the South. So I went camping, yeah. I was a Girl Scout. I grew up around all of that. Um, which is why I have a different appreciation for animals, because right. I grew up, you know, with you animals and cow? pets and things that that whatever. Milk a cow? cow. I did.
1: My mama could milk a cow. Yeah, I, did all that stuff.
0: I, I mean, we did it because we had dairy farms right. around in the south, and so we would go on, right. a, you know, a field trip to right. a dairy farm. But I think that we have to. I think a lot of people assume that black people just are out of touch with with nature mm-hmm. we don't care about it we don't hike we don't mm-hmm. swim we don't you know we don't we're not in touch with nature a that's not true, that's true. a lot of us are right. um and then number two if you are not if you are a black person or someone who grew up in an urban area and you're not in touch with nature or the environment or in environmentally aware i should say um It's never too late to change your mind. It's never too late to open your mind, I should say, and explore something different because a lot of people will say, well... Hiking's not for me. I'm not, I don't care about the environment. What Mm. does that have to do with me? Look no further than Flint, Michigan and the water situation right there. That's right. All of that, those are environmental issues. That's right. Those are, you know, those are environmental issues. Companies dumping toxic waste in black, brown, poor companies. Those are environmental issues. That's right. You know what I mean? So we do care about the environment. We just care about different aspects of the environment, but it's all connected.
1: You just, uh, my God, you... So in the late 80s, when I was real young, probably about three years old. <laughs> <laughs> Me no, too. I was in college. <laughs> and um, I went to school with Sister Soldier. Yeah, yeah. And she used to work for Ben Chavez. Before he was at the NAACP, he was at the United Church of Christ uh, division called the Commission for Racial Justice. In the late 80s, they actually put out the first report on environmental racism. Mm-hmm. So that was actually, when I think about it, you just triggered the thought, and I appreciate that. The first time I ever thought about environmental issues, because they said, they talked about how in certain communities the kids had asthma, for example. Yeah. What was going on in those communities. And so, you know, we don't think about those things. But it, and back to my doctor, Dr. Kakai, the way I ended up at his office 20 years ago, I had an, uh, uh, there was a black family who were my Allstate agents, my life insurance agents, and they... Um, they said this is dr help our son get off and of get, get rid of asthma i was like you lying anyway, <laughs> I <was> like, you, <laughs> you can't get rid of asthma. <laughs> know, the, people got pumps i have friends who almost killed over i mean it's serious like yeah that. and sure enough i mean i started talking to dr kakai and you just see dr kakai went to yale medical school he was trained this traditional way you know um he realized at a certain point that you know a lot of the medical work that we do in this country is not actually about healing things it's Mm -hmm. about controlling yeah like my mama has her diabetes pills she got her insulin pills some people take their insulin shots and his whole point to my mother is like okay i'm not telling you to cut out the sugar cold turkey i know that you have been addicted to this your entire life right right can we gradually you know instead of three pieces of cake you know you can have one piece of cake (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm saying you know and so that is what it's just it's about shifting in consciousness, yes, you know, um what um and and we can't control how long we live, you know, but how well you live is what the issue is, yes, you know, what you said about your knees, I mean, my knees, my back, um, I've had all kinds of health issues through the years, um, uh, but every time, i mean, unless it's really. I very, I very really get sick even in the winter time, and I ain't gonna lie to y'all. So, you know, so I'm gonna be honest here. Have there been some times when I've taken some thorough flu? When those? Yes, natural stu- yeah, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. I'm like this natural stuff is wonderful. But it right is. Now, but nah,
0: I gotta knock it out. Yeah, I gotta go. Yeah, because <laughs> the natural stuff takes its time. Yeah, it runs its course. Yeah. I don't have time for that no, all the time. No. I gotta take a swig of Nyquil. <laughs> Keep it in my bag. Take it to work. I'm like drowsy at work, but I'm like, I got to knock this out. You're like
1: the old man with the like, <laughs> little and little it's NyQuil. NyQuil. I thought you was a vegan cat, but I am.
0: But, I know, but know. listen, as long as they don't test it on animals, I will use an over-the-counter medication.
1: <laughs> I know, that's right. I mean, and so we're not extremists about it, you know?
0: No. Yeah. No, I'm definitely not. You know, you mentioned your mom. I have been trying... You know, our parents get older. Mm -hmm. We see them get older. And now, you know, at some point we learn about things that can help them live better lives. Right. We learn about just ways that they, you know, from from technology to medicine to lifestyle, different things. And for my mom, I have been trying to get her and every time I'm around her, she eats vegan. Really? Oh, I make her. That's good. We don't. Have, she don't have a choice. I cook, but uh, I cook. I make, okay. and she loves the food, mm-hmm. but um, she won't do it on her own. Yeah. She she can't wrap her head around it because I made her this um, vegan spaghetti with uh, uh, vegan sausage, yes, right? And yes. it was it really it really was good. My mother loved it, mm. and so she is part of this retired teachers organization, and she makes a big thing of spaghetti every time she goes. And she was like, "There's this one woman who never eats whenever we bring food." And she said, she went up to the lady and said, are you vegan? My daughter's vegan. And the woman said, yes. So my mom said, I'm going to make her vegan spaghetti. I love that. And I said, well, mom, why don't you just make vegan spaghetti for everybody? They won't know the difference. No, I can't do that. She was like, I can't do that. I have to make, I ha-, she's like, I have to make regular spaghetti for everybody else. And I'll just make a little portion of vegan spaghetti for her. Wow. I said, okay. I'm just gonna take that win because at least she's gonna start cooking something that's vegan. I need that's your vegan. mama to talk to my mama. Yes.
1: Here's my mama. My son, he eats air. <laughs> he eats grass. He's malnourished. Oh no. Um, what else you say? Um, I don't know what's wrong with you. You need meat, meat. I mean, you need a little bit of meat. Come right on now, need just, it. Just need it. Yeah. I'm and I'm just
0: the I air know. thing. I'm like,
1: how do you eat air? Just,
0: well, that's the amazing thing to me, how people think that when you're vegan, you're just hungry all the time. Yes. Let me tell you. Where
1: you get your protein from? I, that's the question. Yes,
0: where do you get your protein from, and aren't you hungry all the time? I'm like, I have protein almost every meal. Exactly. You know, if exactly. I'm not sprinkling a little spirulina on something, that's I got right. my nutritional yeast, I got exactly. a handful of nuts, I'm doing something, you're but I make something. sure I get a pro- protein in every meal.
1: They think we're weird. They think we're hippies, you know. We think,
0: they think that we think that we're better than them.
1: Yeah, and then I mean I do not dis meat eaters, but people have said some crazy stuff about folks who don't eat meat. You know, like 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 we're just something we're 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 abnormal. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And I, I just especially if you're black and you don't eat. Meat. Oh yeah, you crazy. The black community, you can crazy. be cruel. You crazy. Yeah. There's something wrong with you. Just, yes. Yeah.
0: I get it all. How do you feel about the? I was talking uh, earlier about imitation meats, the Beyond Burger, Impossible Burger, Beyond Sausage. You
1: said it perfectly. I don't. And I, I'll be honest with you, Beyond Burger is good. so delicious. I was eating it every day, and I was like, Kev, you might want to slow that yeah, down. Yeah, you can't like, do that. Can't it's do like that eating
0: every... a Whopper every day. You don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Supersize me. It's the same. You can't do that. That
1: was so funny because it is. <laughs> it is. There's a place called, uh, shout out to Next Level Burger. It's an all-vegan, all-plant-based um, spot. But I was going there every day, and they have like stuff that looks like a Whopper yeah. or a Big Mac. I was like, Kev, what's the difference right now? It's a
0: little healthier than right, a Whopper or a right, Big Mac, but right. still. Right. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. So no, I, I um what did I what did I, eat? I had a salad before I came here. I made my own salad. Um I had a sweet potato. I love sweet potatoes. That's I that, that too. that's the that dirty south the south the south. My mom, I think my mother ate a lot of sweet potatoes when she was pregnant with me she just said you love sweet potatoes since she was a baby. Wow. Yeah. And people, you know, I know a lot of black folks have stereotypes about watermelon. Watermelon is probably one of the healthiest fruits that you can eat.
0: Full of water. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great way to hydrate. Yeah.
1: You know, and so, and I I got a blender at home and, and, you know, I've always made protein drinks and stuff like that. I'm learning slowly how, do you juice yourself? I do.
0: I do. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I have a nice blender and I got my, um, you know, vegan protein powder and I'll do, my typical juice is... I'll take spinach, a little bit of kale if I have it, a little bit of pineapple, a little bit of ginger, wow. an apple, and that's it. And I'll add, wow. you know, protein powder. And that's like my typical. Mm. Sometimes I'll throw blueberries in there because I real. It's like you realize the benefits and the new. I try to make sure that I'm getting something out of yeah. everything that I eat, and yeah. that's why I don't do a lot of a lot of fake meats too. You know, I don't do it too much because right. I want to make sure I'm getting a lot of nutrients and yeah. yeah. what I'm eating.
1: And it's funny because um. Growing up, I absolutely despise vegetables. Can mm. I just say that? The only vegetable that I loved, well, sweet potato, but was was French fries. Is French fries a vegetable? It is. Potato's <laughs> a vegetable. My mother, you mentioned collard greens earlier. Yeah. I can. I love collard greens blended as a juice, collard greens and spinach. But huh. anything green growing up, no. Broccoli, I never ate that. That stuff I actually love now. Really? I did not like um, anything. Um I did. I was, and that's. If people look at pictures of me, I was pum knee, like I was really, too, really skinny. Yeah, but like, I could eat.
0: You could eat. I would eat all kinds. Of, I, I loved food. Wow. Yeah, not necessarily vegetables, but I loved like burgers and sloppy joes and hot dogs <laughs> and potato chips wow. and. I just loved it. I would eat. I was the skinniest thing, but I would eat, 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 eat.
1: What I did, I always drank. I always drank the soda first, or the juice, or the iced tea. <laughs> I would always drink first, and my stomach would be full. Right. Yeah. <laughs> if it was Thanksgiving or Christmas, I would eat the sweet potato pie first. <laughs> I, I, you know what I mean? You, you we're talking about food. I missed ham. Hmm. My mother would make the best ham at, at Christmas. Yeah. And so, you know, things, and I think part of it for us, whether you're African American or Italian American, you know, folks that are known for, like, having these really incredible foods and cuisines. Yeah. It's such a part of our culture. Yeah. It's like it's in our DNA. It's in our skin. You yeah. Know? I mean, I could smell, um, I'm trying to think where I've been. Well, I've been on Amtrak, like, and you smell the black folks heading south, you smell all the chicken. Yeah. It just brings back these memories. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. My mother said to me after I took her to the holistic doctor, you're trying to take away my happiness because food wow. matters. And that's one of the reasons why I had to take a step back like okay you're a vegan but you can't bombard your mother with this just mm. gradually suggest hey mom yeah i I'm like mom you might want to drink a little bit more water yes you know what i'm saying no sodas yeah. or less soda yeah. yeah yeah and that that's that's it because i think that um you know i i have i remember when before long before i became a vegan i had a friend who was a vegan and environmentalist we were somewhere at a restaurant i started chewing on my straw and she started breaking down what was going to happen to me because I was chewing on my straw. And I just said, you know what? I started chewing <laughs> on it hard. I'm like, that's the
0: I've had my life. You right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what happens. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. so, you never,
1: you never. I not you, did I? Not at all. Okay.
0: Not at okay. all. Nope you just talked to me about it but I didn't feel that way at all and I, when I first became a vegan, listen, mm-hmm. I was like listen, you need to be vegan too and I'm still, I'm not as bad as I used to be. You I was like,
1: what? I missed that chapter.
0: Oh, you missed it. It was quick. It was like a year and I was just like, everybody, I would see somebody eating meat, you know you shouldn't be eating that. Yeah. I would just like in my office and everything, I was obnoxious. Um,
1: but you're also a journalist so your na- nature is to research stuff. Yes, yeah.
0: and so I'm taking in all of yeah. this new information yeah. and realizing all these things that I've miss it's like I was in a coma for all these years and now I'm awake and all this information is here but I have to ask you about this because I know you can relate to this when you talked about your mom taking mm-hmm. away you taking away her happiness mm-hmm. with, the, with the food my mom said to me when I talked to her about with all this soul food mom because it was during the holidays mm-hmm. I was like you can make collard greens vegan right. you can make black eyed peas vegan you can make candy yams vegan You, can... she was like listen to me <laughs>
1: My I can see your mother. Oh, your mother yes. Anytime. Gail
0: does not play. She was like, listen to me. Um, black people during slavery took scraps and turned it into a delicacy. We this is, you know, we turned we made it a cuisine. And I and I said, Mama, I get that. But we're not slaves anymore. Right. We don't have to still eat badly. I said, you know. The slave masters would be sitting back laughing if they had a crystal ball Mm. to see what they started by giving us table scraps and how our health and relying on eating that type of soul food, what it has done to us as a people as far as our health. They would be laughing.
1: You ain't never lie, and that's the thing. Like I see my mother complaining about you know inflammation. Yes. Her hands, her feet. You know. The diabetes and things like that, and I just, um, you know, I mean, and my family reunion is this year. uh, We have it every two years, like a lot of Black folks do. And you sit there and you hear your relatives comparing their blood sugar levels and all that kind of stuff. I had an assistant a couple years ago. She was all of twenty two, right out of college. She she kept saying, "My sugar level." I'm like, "Your sugar level? You're 22? (laughs) 22? (laughs) But it's so it it got passed down to her. Yeah, you know what I mean. And so, back to my doctor, my holistic doctor, he said you can either he said we should not assume we're just going to get diabetes. He said people feed the disease. Yes. They feed the disease. I'm going to keep it real with you. Uh, growing mm-hmm. up in Jersey, I mean, I played sports. So my, f- I played baseball and I ran track all four years in high school. And, you know, you probably remember this from high school. A lot of people still do it. You got to sell candy or something. Yeah. We had to sell um, 100 boxes of M&M peanuts. I ate all 100 boxes. No, And my teeth fell out in the back. And I saw <gasps> spots before my eyes. Because I was like, I was I was accelerating the I want to get the diabetes at fourteen. Right, do right, right, right. <laughs> my mother was like, "You ate all a hundred boxes." I was like, <laughs> "Cause it was good." Because it, and it's just, do I, I mean? And we all talk about how we have a sweet tooth. I mean, do I like dessert? Yeah, but I like I can't eat this every single day. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? Um, it's it's dangerous. But it's like you know, um, there was something about your mother you were saying that made me think about my mother at the happiness piece. Um, oh,
0: the the slavery, the whole connecting. Oh, food I will and... say this
1: because people ask me. You know, um, do you ever break your diet? Because I know my mother, like, you know, black people. Memorial Day weekend means something to us. Mm Fourth of July weekend means Mm -hmm. something. Even if it don't mean what it means for everybody else, you know what it means for us gathering together. um, Thanksgiving and Christmas. So it's important to my mother that I sit down and have a meal with her. And, you know, there were times when I went over that I wouldn't eat, and I would see how disappointed she was. Mm. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to break my little diet, Yeah. and I'm going to eat my mother's macaroni and cheese and the, co- and the spring beans and the um, uh, potatoes. I love potato salad. Yeah. I love my mother's potato salad. I still don't eat the meat, and she's still like, you sure you don't want no meat? No, nah, I'm all right. I don't want no meat. You <laughs> sure? I'm like, I'm sure, Mom. But, and then I take my little detox pills later. <laughs> <laughs> But it means something and you know and I said let me not be so you know rigid about it yeah and also when I go out of the country like when I was in Brazil or Japan a lot of these countries the food is fish bait there's so much fish in the diet you know when I was in Nigeria and Africa the same thing and I said you know what you know uh, you know you're a vegan you know, and I wrote a blog for Huffington Post years ago called How and Why I Became a Vegan. And I actually was honest about it. And then I got, you know, a message from people, well, you're not a real vegan because you, you broke your diet. Oh, come on. I'm like, for my mother, I'm going to break my diet. Yeah. You know, because I don't, my mother's 76 and I hope she lives to 100. Mm-hmm. But you can't take for granted you're going to have your mom around forever. And if that means something to her, just for me to sit there like I did when I was a little boy, me and yeah. her. Eating together—that's what I'm going to do. Especially because most most Christmases I'm not even there; I go out of the country or something. Yeah. So, Thanksgiving is it, and it means something to her, you know. So, but I definitely uh, detox after. Because
0: <laughs> you feel it, right?
1: It's heavy. Yeah. It's heavy. Remember how we used to eat and we couldn't move?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, the itis. You uh, want to just sleep? Yeah. How do you feel about um, these stories in the news lately, where you know this cross contamination, where? um the the burger king has their um you know vegan burger and somebody's suing burger king because they said they cooked it on the grill where the beef i feel like that's extreme what i don't feel extreme is extreme is this woman who went someplace to get a vegan chicken sandwich or something and it was real chicken yeah and like somebody else her friends tricked her like that to me i would be living that's messed up because that's not your choice yeah yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That kind of stuff pisses me off.
1: I've accidentally eaten meat a few times and uh, or dairy. And I could, you know, it's like, ah, gosh, um, it's, it's weird to me. It's weird to me when it happens. You know, um, um, I really don't want to eat meat ever again. I don't want to eat fish. You know, yeah. I'm good. You know, the stuff I'm talking about, like my mother's potato sauce, I know there's dairy in it, you know. And I'm like, okay, let me just. And I, you know, my mom's not going to switch off and of make putting, you know, certain things in her food. Yeah. You, know?
0: um, you got to get in there and switch out that mayonnaise when she don't see it, man. You're
1: right, you're right. <laughs> Just switch it you're out, right. she won't know. Yeah, you know, I'm going to work on it. I mean, she said she's open to yoga. I, I, my my doctor also gave her a massage, and she was like, wow. My mother had never gotten a massage. Wow. My aunt Kathy, her sister, was like, I don't nobody touching me, I'm all right. I'm good, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Your point earlier, which is, um, I, you know, veganism has also led me to say every year of my life i have to add at least one or two new things to my life mm-hmm. and i have to add new people to my life because i want to keep growing for the rest yeah. of my life you know mm. what i'm saying and that that's critical because i feel like it's, we, we all become very comfortable and we think that this is it this is this, yes this is we get. and we don't explore i mean as much as i love new york city which is this incredible place I now realize that New York is no different than Jersey City, where I grew up at, if people never left Jersey City. Yeah. There are people in Brooklyn who never leave Brooklyn. People in Harlem never leave Harlem. Yeah, true. Or well, people in New York City don't come to Jersey. like They think yeah. Jersey's a foreign country. Oh, <laughs> they can't stand New
0: Jersey. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And
1: I'm like, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, the whole world, what veganism has taught me, or reinforces, the whole world is your classroom. It's your museum. It's your art gallery. It's, it's. You know, it's your podcast. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you are open to just new experiences, you know. I uh, love that. Yeah. And I mean, it's like, I got friends who are, a lot of us who are American don't like food that ain't American. Like yeah. my mother's, is it is it American food? <laughs>
0: <laughs> is it American Chinese? Yes, it was <laughs> right? Chinese Chinese. Chinese Chinese or American Chinese? Oh my God. <laughs> that is so true. Oh my God. Well, Kevin, it has been great having you here. I don't want to let you go without, um, Giving you an opportunity to talk about some of the things that you're working on and where people can find you. I know you're working on your 15th book. I mentioned that.
1: Yeah, there's a lot going on. And I'm really um, thankful for all the opportunities. Um, People can check out a huge article that will be up by the time this is out Mm -hmm. uh, on Medium.com, which has become this massive website uh, about Oprah Winfrey and Russell Simmons and the Me Too movement. Yeah, uh, my next article is going to be in a couple months with the Washington Post Magazine uh, with one of your Atlanta homegirls, Stacey Abrams. Ah, yeah. I'm doing a cover story on Stacy and you know why she may be the most important p- Black political voice in the country now. You know, mm. and may very well be the vice presidential nominee. Um, my 14th book is coming out this year, "When We Free the World," which is about freedom, justice, and equality in America in the era of Donald Trump. So, you know, people can figure that out. And then, um, as you said, the Tupac book, that's the next thing. That's the 15th one. And I'm, I'm close, very close to getting that done. It's been a lot of work. I've been literally documenting this young man's life since 1993 when I met him in Atlanta at yeah. Jack the Rapper in Atlanta. The, wow, the girl, Jack
0: the Rapper. Oh
1: The music conference. Yes. Atlanta in the 90s. Someone needs to do a documentary Atlanta in the 90s. For real, right? <laughs> Freak Nick, Jack the Rapper. <laughs> a lot
0: going on.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. So that's that's it. And um, I'm going to be very, very involved in um, the 2020 election. I, um, I will be at both conventions as a journalist mm-hmm. and I will definitely be doing a lot of get out the vote work um, in between that stuff, because, you know, we got we got work to do. We a lot work of to work do. to do. Yeah. And that's where the, the diet and the spiritual practices and all that keeps it grounded for me. Even my pastor, uh, Pastor Mike, First Corinthian Baptist Church in Harlem, he had a lot of health issues, veganism. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's changed his life. He said, "Man, I became a vegan. I lost all this weight." Da da da. Yeah. You know, um, he had he was misdiagnosed as having the disease that Bernie that took out Bernie Mac. Really? Yeah, I can't. I cannot pronounce the. But it was. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. And you know, back to healthy eating. You know, so I, I really encourage people. I'm so glad you're doing this podcast. If someone had said to me, you know, years ago, you'd be on a vegan podcast. I'm like oh, what? <laughs> right. <laughs> With Jackie Reed, you know with your friend
0: Jackie Reed, right? Crazy. Do you ever think you'll write a book about veganism? People have
1: asked me that. Yeah, you know, it's funny you asked that because I actually now envision myself teaching spin classes, yoga mm-hmm. classes. Yeah. Like, I love, and I know health and wellness has exploded as an industry. Yeah. You know, and there's some people out there who are straight up hustlers. And, you know, you go to Instagram, not only do you have a lot of vegans, you got a lot of naked folks on Instagram. Who are. Yes, you do. <laughs> and they have beautiful bodies. I'm <clears> like, they do. Everybody's naked. Everybody's, yeah. You know, that's cool. I hear y'all. Dude, yeah. Bang. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, um, not a vegan cookbook, because I can't eat, I can't lie and so say I cook a whole bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but I would want to talk about why, yeah, I, I, something. Yeah. Maybe it could be collaborative. I'd you know, love maybe that. Maybe it could be a group of us. Yeah. You know what I mean? I could write a chapter. I don't know about a whole book. We could all do a chapter. We could do a ch- That's easier. That would
0: be easy, and it would be fantastic.
1: That would be a bestseller, actually. It would be. Let's make that money. Let's do <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about that. We could Rizzo up in this piece. What? Get some other folks up in here. Listen. I'm serious. You know Ava DuVernay is a vegan. She's a, du- she's a vegan, too? Yes. Longtime uh, vegan. I did not know that.
0: Yep. Jermaine Dupri, longtime vegan. I knew vegan. Jermaine was. Wow. Yep. Neo... Kimberly Elise, member from Set It Off. She's a longtime vegan.
1: John Sally. John Sally. yeah. Yep. championships. Wow. Yeah. Wow.
0: It's like a Neo is now vegan. Neo's a vegan. Taraji P. Henson is She's a new a vegan. vegan.
1: Mm hmm. That's profound. Yeah.
0: So, Monique, the comedian. Monique is a vegan. She just uh late last year.
1: Well, praise the Lord. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I met the chef that um kind of pushed her in that direction. She um ended up. Ended up in her restaurant one day in Vegas. Wow. And then she ended up cooking for Monique. And um, I'm actually going to have her on the podcast.
1: You know what's crazy about that? You said Vegas. Vegas, I've actually, I can't, I'm I'm sorry I'm spacing out, but Vegas actually had two of the best vegan restaurants I've been to in the whole country. Really? I'm like, Vegas. Yeah, Vegas. Really? Yeah. Um, Working on the Tupac book, I went to Vegas for the first time since he had died a year ago. Mm -hmm. um, And it was in January. I was there to do a Dr. King speech. And I asked my friend, who was a DJ out there from New York, I said, "Can you just take me to a vegan place?" And then we're gonna to go to the spot where Pac got shot. And that place was to die for. It was wow, incredible. yeah. And so you you'll be surprised. One of the best vegan restaurants I've been to was in Kansas City, Missouri. It was actually a cafe, Gratitude. Cafe Gratitude is known in California. I've said to Ryland the owner, I said, "Y'all need to come to New York." Yeah. So apparently, someone from Kansas City, Missouri, fell so in love with the restaurant, he helped the person I believe helped to finance it to be in Kansas City. Hmm. So missed all the barbecue in Kansas City. There's a, a great vegan restaurant. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: That sounds amazing. Yeah. Vegan barbecue. In Miami, there's a vegan food court.
1: Really? Yeah,
0: and they have a vegan food and wine festival every year.
1: Wow. I got a shout out Vegan Food Court in New York, which is owned by the folks who create the V-Spot in Brooklyn.
0: Yeah, I haven't been to that food court yet. It's
1: on um, St. Mark's, right in the heart of the village. Yeah, yeah. I keep yeah. hearing about it. Yeah, but the V-Spot was my original um, spot. Um, my gosh. There's so many great places. So
0: many. Bar Verde and... Um, down it's not in the village but it's downtown in Manhattan that Mexican food what so good
1: but that's I mean they mixed it up I mean have you been to John's the uh, Italian place I'm talking about Mm -mm. y'all should go there yeah yeah y'all should go there and just um, does he like Italian food oh yeah Yeah. oh yeah, yeah I mean, and they have the traditional, I mean, that restaurant's been there since 1908. They have the original refrigerator from 1920 up in that piece. Wow. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I love places. I love, like, Catch, down Mm. in the meatpacking district, has a full vegan menu. Wow. And the food is
1: incredible. I'm going to tell you, you in all my years of doing interviews, I don't think I've ever talked about food this much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I wish I had some food for you. But you got to come back. But thank you, Kevin Powell. I'm heading
1: to Newark, New Jersey, uh, where I'm speaking, doing the Dr. King program, like I said, and I'm going to a vegan place called Blueberry Cafe. Blueberry Cafe. In Newark, Newark New Jersey, the food there is excellent. Really? Yeah. Okay, I got to put that ca- on my list. Yeah, yeah. Now
0: that um, I'm a Jersey girl. You
1: are. I am. You are. Well, it's, um, another chapter in life. I know, right? You know? Thank you for um, having me here. You know what? I would. You saw my energy. I feel so much better. Do you? I'm good. You got
0: a lot going on. Oof. You do, but that's all right.
1: I need all them folks to become vegans. Yes, <laughs> yes,
0: they do. Well, is well one is a vegan, and that. Well, we're not going to get into that. But Cory Booker is also another person who could write Corey. a chapter in our book. Cory
1: could do it. That's right. Cory's a vegan. Yes, he's. A is Rosario a vegan? Then? Not yet. I hope he makes. I hope that happens. <laughs> I hope he makes her vegan. That's what you're well, gonna say. write a chapter. The singer.
0: Yes. Yeah. She has a, a vegan wine.
1: She's doing it. She really is. I see that. I mean, and I love. I mean, I see the the the, the, the little challenges she does with folks. And yeah, I mean,
0: she's big time.
1: I love it. I love it. I um, I used to do these challenges. You may remember I used to do f- these Facebook challenges with yeah. exercises, stuff like that. I, I think, remember. Yeah, I think I want to give vegan one it makes sense and see if people can do it, even if it's just for. I think Jay Z and Beyonce did like a twenty one day something. Twenty two like day challenge. That's, That's right. what
0: I tried that one some years back before I. Win in full term, wow. yeah.
1: And you don't miss meat at all. I don't. You don't dream about fried chicken. I do not. I don't know where those <laughs> dreams came from. I don't know what. <laughs>
0: I do not have those dreams. I dream about chickens, live chickens, uh-huh. being free, being free, <laughs> clucking around free. I do, I know. I don't feel like it's a sacrifice at all.
1: I, yeah, I'm with you. Every
0: I'm time I you. eat something, I feel like I'm, I, I'm, I have such gratitude.
1: I'm going to tell you, when I do have the craving for chicken really hard, and I happen to be anywhere in the DMV DC, Maryland, Virginia, New Vegan, because they got chicken as well, right, chicken. <laughs> and it's like, I will go out of my way just to get there and get that food. Man. You got to
0: go to Urban Vegan Kitchen. I will. That chicken and waffles will blow your mind.
1: On, set, on the weekends. Yeah. I'm gonna go Sunday.
0: It's there every day. I mean, they're open every day, but go on the weekends. It's okay. a small little place, but it is fantastic.
1: Wow. Well, yeah. thank you so much for having me. Thank I, you, uh, friend. This has been great. I know it's good to see your face. So let's have food next time I come.
0: I know. <laughs> I will definitely good have to food see your for face you as well. I know. Thank
1: you. And this is what vegan life looks like. She has not changed at all. It's Look incredible. at him.
0: Well, listen, I say you are the Black Ralph Macchio. <laughs> Forever a boy. (laughs) Thank you. I'm blushing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Crazy. All right. Thanks, Kevin. This was good stuff. (laughs) Yeah. And that does it for this episode of Vegan Sexy Cool. I'm so glad you guys could be here for episode three. Uh, And thank you to my good friend and guest, Kevin Powell. Uh, Follow him at, I want to say... KevinPowell.net. He definitely is all over social media as Kevin Powell, um, so you can definitely find him on his social media. He's a, as he mentioned, he has a lot of great products coming out. Be sure to follow me on all social media at VeganSexyCool and check out VeganSexyCool.com and make sure you subscribe to our newsletter because got a lot of great things coming your way. Everything's new. We're really just getting started, but exciting things are happening and will be coming from Vegan Sexy Cool. So be sure and subscribe to that newsletter. And until next time, hey, I'm wishing you wellness.